Hi, welcome to Chatting to a Friend. I'm Katie Friend and in this podcast I'm chatting to incredible women about their life experiences and adventures as well as their thoughts on friendship, community, self-care, setting boundaries and how they keep Today healthy, I'm chatting to happy and sane. Karine is a 52-year-old Swiss mother of four. Now, I don't normally start by introducing my guests by their age, but in this case, it's particularly relevant because having been active and looked after her well-being all her life, at the age of 50, Karine stepped up a notch and took part in her very first Ironman. And not only that, but she went on to win her age group in Zurich and qualify to compete at the mythical Ironman World Championships in Kona in Hawaii. And today we're going to have a chat about that journey, about well-being in general, and touching also on the age-old question of looking after yourself and the mummy guilt that can come with that. Good morning, Karine. How are you today? Good morning, Katie. I'm very good. How are you? Fine, thank you. So great of you to join me. I'm really, really excited because I absolutely ripped through your book um, almost in one go. It was so exciting. Iron Mum, the name of your new book. Uh, do you want to give us a quick rundown of what, what it's about? Yeah, I would love to. So it's the, it's basically my story of, uh, of uh, my quest for well-being, which started uh, very, very young as a young uh, uh, girl, I would say. And the um, well-being, basically, really looking for uh, uh, my physical well-being first, and discovering that um, endurance sports make me really feel good, and uh, not only make me feel good physically, but also uh, mentally, and uh, make me uh, be a better person. And uh, this is really my 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 quest. This was my quest, and I discovered the. Uh, endurance sport, but uh, even triathlon was really the the uh, activity that I enjoyed the most. And the book is about that. It's about this quest, and it's about my Ironman experience uh, as a 50 year old uh, a mother of four children. So I, I participated in my very first Ironman when I was 50, and uh, I went all the way to Hawaii. Uh, participating in the world championships and uh, yeah that's about I hope I didn't say too much about it <laughs> that people still want to read it <laughs> but I think so <laughs> yeah no that's amazing and I have to tell you the, the I loved it for two reasons for actually for both it's a sort of a game of two halves the book obviously there's the story of getting to Hawaii and for those listeners who may not know understand triathlon obviously is swim bike run but then the mega the biggest triathlon of all is of course the Ironman which is what 3.4 kilometer swim is that right 3.8 yeah 180 kilometers of bike and a full marathon and it is you know the one of the reasons I loved the story and found it very emotional is because I'm married to an Ironman uh, who I supported through Zurich and Kona and so I was living it almost with you I knew I know the course not as an athlete but as a as a full-on supporter and so I understand that the similarities of uh, your two experiences are quite incredible the you know swimming not being your favorite being really disappointed when you can't wear your wetsuit because you lose that bit of buoyancy just all the sorts of things that I lived through with him um, and I also loved, of course, the second part of it. Well, it, the running theme, obviously, but 
the the second half is all about the well-being, the physical well-being, as you say, and the mental well-being. And I just wanted to ask, how do you, I know this is, you've been doing this for a very, from a very young age. When I took up sport, I didn't take up sport till I was 38 properly. I mean, I skied and I rode horses, not to a very high standard of each. But when I took up sport, it wasn't actually my Ironman husband that inspired me because it was quite, it's quite intimidating to be around somebody who's at that level. How do you manage to inspire people like I was perhaps just coming out of early motherhood because it was my best friend who suddenly decided to run a 5k that inspired me how do you how do you talk to women who are like me not sporty and and want to get into it yeah sure so my my personal experience with that was that I I I really uh took a chance on when while the babies were sleeping um, and I had someone, of course, looking after them. I would take um, 45 minutes for myself and go out uh, and explore the, the the surroundings. And uh, I realized that uh, then, uh, little by little, I would put my sneakers on instead of just my shoes, and then and then started to run. And uh, that gave me such a boost and made me, I would say, really a more available mom when I was coming home. I was uh, I was feeling healthy. I was feeling I had say boosted, and I, I was feeling so so strong. And and uh, maybe it was the connection with my own with my body that was that had happened, or also the connection to nature, um, the sun. And I was just so energized that I felt like I was a I was a better person, and I was more available for my children. Because I know how um, extremely uh, tiring it is to be uh, uh, 20 hours a day there for 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 your kids. I say 20 hours because uh, you don't always get a full night's sleep. And um, I, I just this is was my, this was my experience as a as a mother that it really gave me so much energy to be a better uh, not a better but to be more available and um, always. Um, there for a mom who was there for her kids. That's amazing. I wish, I honestly cannot tell you how much I wish I had known that when my kids were tiny. And I know you had twins first as well, which is yeah. extremely hard work from what I know. Um, I see the, the thing is I used to look at mums that did stuff for themselves and, you know, with all hand on heart, all honesty, I used to, I used to judge I used to think how can you you need to be with your children all the time and I really wish that I had known that I've just had a question on Instagram actually from a friend of mine Sarah Sundstedt who is a phenomenal athlete in her own right she has two young kids and she says did you or do you ever have the guilt the mummy guilt for taking the time to train and compete and if so how do you get over it or is it just not something you've ever had yeah, no, I have definitely. I have felt uh, guilty uh, being away um, from them and uh, and taking care of myself. But then what happened was two things. I realized that I was a better person or a better mom after than before. Um, and um, that's the first thing. And then the second thing uh, that it was that I I I realized that it's really it would be such a shame that while i'm t- taking time for myself that i feel guilty and that i i waste this precious time this precious hour i took for myself so you know it's not going to help my kids if i 
if I feel guilty about it because I'm not there anyway. So I'd better make the best of it and really, really enjoy it. And, and that, yeah. So as Mark Sutton says, it's not uh, selfish to do what's best for you. And um, I feel like when you take care of yourself and you really, uh, yeah, you, you take responsibility to, to, to enjoy it at the max, at the maximum, you are then, um, it's, it's, it's okay. It's, it's what you, it's what you should do as, as a mother. I quite, uh, I agree. No, I definitely do. Because I spent four days walking in Italy just uh, last week. And the first day uh, and a half, probably, I was a bit twitchy, not because I particularly missed them or because I, I just, you know, that sort of, you're just used to being there. I'm used to being here all the time. And then I said to myself exactly that. I thought, why are you wasting this beautiful time on your own? feeling bad feeling guilty they're loved they're looked after they're having quality time with their dad and they're just you know I as you say will be a better mum more patient calmer less anxiety filled when I get home with stories to tell absolutely it's I love it and it's uh and it's it's really what it's really how also what also I thought that they are fine and uh and they are and it's great for them to have someone else look after them also once in a while and for them uh, not only for for us as moms but for them it's also uh it's also a great opportunity to learn another another other more skills and then uh finally also when they when you come back uh it's also beautiful to see how, you know, to feel like they miss mm. you. And um, this this is a, a little reward also. I'm not saying that the others don't do the right, do 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 it well, but, you know, they miss us mothers. So it's nice to see them um, realize I that. also think from my experience, I spent so much time feeling like I had to be there all the time and only I could do everything that now when I go I see what a really lovely relationship they're building with their own routines with mm. with my husband uh, you know th- they they have a relation it's really important that relationship they have with him which perhaps they didn't have when they were younger because I was very much the kind of mom that went just it's fine I'll just I'll just do it you know and that that I never mm. really met, perhaps gave the opportunity because it always I felt like I was the only person who could do it which I think is sometimes a, a downfall certainly for me I was a full-time mum and I think that is that can be a big downfall yeah I can totally relate to that it's hard to let go in the beginning when when you, we know so much better than anyone else <laughs> Yeah, it is. And you said when I read that when you had your twins, you were living in New York and you were far from family. Did you Mm -hmm. have, you know, that's how I bring up my kids. We're living here in Switzerland. We don't have family around about. So for me, for my husband, our family, our community, our friends are everything. It's so important. How important and how much has that played a part in your life, bringing up kids and, and, and achieving all the incredible sporting things that you've done? Yeah, it was very, very important. So as you said, I was not in at home. I was in New York. And uh, I, luckily, I had two very, very good friends. I met two beautiful woman, women who became my, I say, soul sisters who helped me 
throughout those those nights when my husband was traveling and they were they they took they came to my place to help me take care of the the babies and take take turns <laughs> so basically i could sleep a little bit while uh, while one one of my friends would look after one baby or put him back put him or put her back to sleep um so definitely i mean uh the, her their presence was uh, very precious and then when I came back to Switzerland after that, my mom and my dad were available and uh, they could really help me, especially during the afternoon nap. So I could ask one of them to come and uh, look after the, or stay at home while I, while I was <laughs> going on my bike or, or swimming or running. So yeah, that was really very, very helpful. And talking of friends, I read in your book that you had you had Susan, your swimming buddy, when you were training. How important? Because you know, again, referring to my own experience, I was not really sporty until after I had my kids, and I realised that I had to. If I didn't get up and do something, they would all be out cycling up calls and you know doing adventures, and I'd be on the couch. And so it was actually finding sporty friends, which is not something I'd ever really had before, that really pushed me, inspired me. And I try to make it a rule to not, not say no to my sporty friends, even when they are intimidatingly fast or fit, because of how much you learn when you go out with people who know what they're doing. And how important were your sporty friendships uh, during your sort of preparation? Well, throughout your life. I would say for me, it's, I can motivate myself to do sports. So, um, but I know I'm, I'm different from, from, from many. So, but this is my self-discipline, um, uh, which, which makes me, which allows me to be, you know, to say, okay, well, okay, now I have an hour and I'll go. And, uh, but, but talking about friends, of course, Susan was, um it's it, she came at exactly at the right moment where i wouldn't have i'm not sure if i would have believed i could do more than just an olympic uh triathlon which is the 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 1.5 kilometer uh swim plus 40 kilometers kilometers bike ride and then 10 kilometers uh run i thought that that's it that's already a, a huge uh, achievement but Susan came there, came at that moment where, and she said, oh, um, let's do a, a 70.3, which is the half Ironman distance. And I never, I don't know if without her, I would have dared to, to start. And so she was basically the initiator for that and uh, to believe that I could do more. And, um, and so we started to train together because for me, it was really like a, a big, big step uh, um, yeah, it was a big step in my in my in my adventure, and um, a bit overwhelming, I would say. And because she was just, oh, let's do it, I said, okay, I'll I'll follow. And uh, so her her th that was really that's what helped me. That that, that was the kick the kick off. And then we started we met for the swim because we were both bad bad swimmers. Really, really, I mean, I say it now. Uh, at hindsight, I know I was not a good swimmer, and um, it was such a motivation to meet two two times a week for an hour for forty five minutes at the pool because we were both dreading it so much <laughs> and uh, and uh, and even if we couldn't talk too much, uh, you know, between maybe uh, yeah, in between we would say a word or two and say, okay, let's go again, let's go again. <laughs> 
and uh, but it was a huge huge uh, motivation to be to be with her in the pool and as well as on the bike um and on the run but there we were more like we had to be to adapt to our kids to our children's schedule so the bike were sometimes on the weekend we do we would do a long bike ride together and that was also very very nice to share especially when i trained for my very first iron um 70.3 the weather was extremely bad in switzerland it was i, I mean i think it was gray and raining the whole spring during the whole March, no. April, May, even June, it was still cold. And that was quite a motivation. So it was a long answer. Sorry. But yeah, definitely importance of, of friends for um, to stay, to stay focused and to, um, to, to, to believe we can go, we can do it because sometimes one of, one of the friends is more daring mm. And um, and another is more has other qualities, so is more disciplined or whatever. So we can really uh, um, use each other's uh, strengths. Absolutely. When I trained for the Patrouille des Glaciers, the PDG, uh, my teammates and I, you know, and I mm -hmm. was um, not the fittest and I was not the best skier, but I liked the statistics. I knew when we should eat and when we should, you know, be drinking and, and I liked the technical aspects of it. And so we found our roles. We had one who was, you know, just got her head down and got on with it. The other one who would push us just that little bit further and me looking after the sort of technical aspects. And it's, Although that's an actual team event, it is so good to train with people who, you know, same goal, but slightly different natural tendencies to to help out in that way. Absolutely. Did you do, did you do the long one or the, the short one? Yes, the long I did. Wow. Amazing. I know. Impressed. <laughs> totally impressed. From, thank you. Well, from, uh, from not doing any sport till I was 38 to doing the PDG when I was 45 was um, a... a, a a huge achievement and because I am not someone who is naturally motivated to do sports still not even these days even though I know how good it is for me I have to give myself a good talking to but you talked about um, Susan coming along at the right time now uh, we met very briefly last week and I heard you say a couple of times that you don't believe in coincidence can you tell me a little bit about that and, and how that fits in with what you said about Susan yeah, of course um well, in in the recent, let's say, um, well, no, I would say all my life, I could find these uh, these coincidences, which are not for me coincidences. But definitely, uh, Susan or another one, which was uh, based, which which is linked to my mother, um, she passed away just um, in in 2017 while I was doing my Ironman adventure, like like uh just do uh, my, my idea was just to do one ironman to, to finish mm -hmm. one ironman one one day and uh, my mother passed away just after my first trial which i had to stop because i broke my foot during the the race and and then um uh because i knew i was pretty good i i decided to sign up for another ironman but i didn't know which one i should choose and um and it was a, a really, I, it was a complicated decision because I knew, you know, I wanted to qualify for Hawaii and uh, I, I had to find the, the, the race, which would uh, um, match my, my, you know, my strength, where mm -hmm. I would be the, the strongest. 
and uh, I had I didn't know I would I I, I how, do, how do you say I I made an Excel sheet and I was putting the four or five different races which would be interesting like which, which would be possible there was Zurich in Switzerland there was Sweden there was Copenhagen and um, and then I, I I didn't know I said okay this is this this race would be better for because it's a lake this other race would be better because it's flat and so on and so on. And uh, and one day, just like let's say a month after my mom passed away, I I all of a sudden I thought, oh, when are what are the dates of the of the of Zurich? And I thought of Zurich then, and I saw that it was my mother's birthday. Mm. <laughs> so and my mom, yeah, and the, and and the, the the birthday was the date was 29th of July. And I said, okay, I knew. I, had, I mean, I could feel it in all my body. And I said, okay, that's the one. And uh, I immediately signed up for Zurich, knowing that I would. I uh, this race was the was the right one for me. And just a few weeks after that, I really had a vision. Um, I had just uh, spent some a few minutes in in the house of my parents, where which was of course um, empty. And uh, and I was on my bike and uh, going down back home. I all of a sudden a, 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 an image came from nowhere, and but very very clear. And the image was that I was on the podium and I was on the first. Uh, I was on the on and I came first in Zurich, and it was so strong that I and so clear that I said, okay. She's there, and she, my mom is there, and she's gonna help me, and she she will help me do it, and I and she did. <laughs> so Amazing. Later, I did it. Yeah. Amazing. And to, talking of which, you know, there's so much put in in store uh, with visualization, you know, and your why and why you do it. And when I was training for the PDG and, you know, was losing focus and losing is hard and I was trying to juggle kids and my husband was also training for the PDG, mm-hmm. that image of me running across the line, I had no great designs on winning, obviously, but the image of me running across the line in Verbier with my teammates and my kids was so insanely strong mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that's what I hung on to. And that mm-hmm. is what I, you know, someone said, just remember why you're doing it. And so, I, you know, that's when it was hard, when it was cold, when it was raining, and when I was on the bubble going up to Verbier at six in the morning, thinking, what am I doing? I was just thinking, you know, when I was trying to do my sprints and going, I don't want to do the last one. Mm-hmm. And I would say, you will never run across that line if you do not <laughs> do that final hill interval. Yeah. You know, yeah. how much is that mental? I mean, I, obviously, this was a this was a revision and, and to do uh-huh. with, you know, coincidence and speaking, but how much of visualization is important in what you do what you've done i i think it's very important to um to have a dream and to and to to be, as you said before to visualize yourself going past doing the going through the finish line and uh, and uh, and feeling the the whole your body and your whole your whole soul like totally uh, Filled with love, with with joy and and pride and everything. I think this is very important to to as you said before to keep you motivated in very difficult training, um, yeah, in trainings intervals and so on, to in bad weather and so on and so on. And then, to, to, for me, it's also very very important to stay always to 
the why, as you said, it's really the the why because I love it. I I I could not have done this without loving the sport I do, mm-hmm. and and this is really central for me. I will I I I had sometimes to to rethink about to re how do you say to reconnect to the pleasure of of sports while I was training because sometimes those trainings were so difficult and 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 I'd say boring because they would yeah because I would repeat the same or not exactly the same but over and over again the same effort and I had to I realized I had to often to reconnect to my why and especially to the yeah to the fun or to to the the, the enjoyable part of it and this is really key when when you do uh, yeah when you do such a such an, an endurance sport or such long efforts which are sometimes as you said before uh have, you have to do in in rain or in very cold conditions or or early morning when you're you feel like just going going back to sleep <laughs> and that feeling that w- you get that one gets when you cross the line and you can look back and see that it wasn't just the race, but the entire journey that you've been on. I mean, it's it's pretty indescribable. And it's, as I say, something I did not experience until far too late in life. <laughs> um, mm. And it makes you feel like the queen of the world. And so it should, because regardless of whether you were first or last, you still mm. did it. And it's all mm. the early mornings. It's the crying because you it was too hard or you've hurt yourself and you don't know if you can carry on training. It's all of that. And there's that magnificent feeling of well-being. What I sometimes struggle with is to retain that after the initial excitement has worn off or if I don't have a race specifically to train for. How do you, I know you said you're quite internally motivated, but how do you mm-hmm. remind yourself of that incredible feeling? Hmm. It's a very good question. Or do you have well, to? <laughs> in, for me, it's more because the every, as I said before, like I, I try to enjoy and I do enjoy every session. Mm. Um, I always find in every single training session, like the fun or the pleasure or yeah, the, the, the if it's not during, it's after. So at mm-hmm. least, at least, yeah. And I, I would say I, I find it often during because I, I look outside. I look, I'm outside. I look, you know, I look around me, and I'm like, wow, you know, how, how beautiful uh, it is. Um, I'm so lucky. I'm so grateful to, to live in, in this country where, in Switzerland, where, you know, there are mountains, there's a lake, and the sun is shining, and. Or anything like, or I, mm. or often I, when I'm on my bike and it's a long, se- it's a long session and I'm, I'm bored because, you know, I'm, I've seen the nature and then, the, you know, it doesn't, <laughs> okay. <laughs> then I just, often I, I start to feel grateful for the relationships I have. And, you know, it's these long moments that you have by yourself where you, it's in, for me, it's like, it's a bit like a meditation. And, um, mm-hmm. and I, I usually see always the, the, the positive things in the world in in my life when I'm on my on my bike or when I'm running, even mm. though I I may be suffering on you know 
going up a hill or so. But then I, you know, the, this adrenaline and this effort is is helping me see really everything, like all the beautiful, all the beautiful things in my life. So this is how I I I stay motivated because yeah. it always it's very positive in in to do that for me. It is a, it is I was just thinking before you said meditation it is like a meditation in movement because very often you just get into the sound of mm. your own breath or your feet on the trail or your pedals going round or in the winter the skins on the snow. Yeah. And there's yeah. that sort of just allowing yourself as a little bit like letting go of the guilt, just a little bit letting go of the, oh, this is too hard <laughs> and just going, okay, just go, just keep going and then, and breaking it down into smaller chunks so it doesn't, or, or finding something technical to look at. I like looking at technical yes. things like my watch, my cadence or that, you know, sort of thing. <laughs> um, but Definitely. talking about meditation and mm -hmm. yoga, and I know that's something that you incorporate into your daily life, mm -hmm. as should we all. I try to as well. I'm not always brilliant at it. Can you talk us through a little bit about that? But also, actually, just talk talk us through a little bit about that first, and I'll come to my second question afterwards. Okay. Yeah, I, I realized when I, when I was preparing my very first Ironman that the... Um, that I needed to uh, incorporate yoga. I had already started, I had already done some yoga, but then I just at that moment, uh, I had met a new yoga teacher who really made me enjoy uh, yoga even more, especially because I, I could really, through her explanations, uh, understand, you know, all these, these you know, this muscle is doing this. Oh, I feel this muscle now because I did that. And so I really started to know my body even better. And I knew how to relax it and, and relax the muscles and, and heal them mm -hmm. um, myself. And I realized that, the, that I needed that in order to recuperate from the long and hard training mm -hmm. sessions. Um, and then, um, Something else really, really helped me was uh, she. This teacher would also make us do uh, breathing exercises. And as I as I said before, I'm I'm not the best swimmer, and uh, I was always uh, struggling with the breathing or, or being out of breath and not enough air to keep on swimming. And and doing those breathing exercises really really helped me um, trust my my lungs <laughs> and knowing that I have enough air yeah. I can do that I can be under the water for a few seconds even because if someone you know when you start in the the swim in the lake in a in a race you may have you may get hit you may have punched or so uh, by others and this was really for me a big big um uh challenge and the, the breathing mm. exercises helped me feel like safe and uh, know that I can do it, even if I'm I can't breathe every three every five seconds. It's okay. So all these things, and and of course, I think the self confidence, knowing your body, knowing yourself through through yoga, you know yourself so well that especially when you stay in a, in a posture for a certain time, which I do. It's the the yoga I do is I practice is the Hatha yoga. You stay in these postures for for quite some time. It's sometimes very hard to let go and to to totally let mm -hmm. the muscle and the, the, the your whole nervous system release. 
and it's really again in a in a moment in a race or in a moment during a, a very difficult effort that you can also you know you can trust yourself you can trust your body and you 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 it's going to work and and it's it's great for the self confidence uh, in my eyes I completely agree. I was at a day-long yoga festival in Verbier uh, last week mm -hmm. and I did a Hatha session, which I have not done for, well, when we lived in London, I did Hatha and I loved it. And it, as you say, taught me so much about breathing. It helped me when I was in labor both times. And I had sort of, although I do meditation and I've done yoga since, it had been a while since I had practiced Hatha yoga. And I just thought, gosh, breathing is everything. That breathing through the pain, breathing through, you know, because as you say, you sit, you, you stay in these positions for quite a long time and yeah. it's painful because you're stretching the fascia and you're, you have to, as you say, just let it go, breathe, breathe and trust that what is happening is what's supposed to be happening and it's so it's such a metaphor for sport for life for everything mm -hmm. and and for dealing with children quite often <laughs> yeah yeah breathe in and out three times very slowly before you raise your voice and let it exactly. out exactly <laughs> um I was wondering, I had a couple of questions. Can you, mm -hmm. do you have any examples of times when your sport and your practicing of this um, well-being has maybe saved you as a bit of an exaggeration, but has helped you out of a dark place or a dark time? Oh, yeah, I would say many times. I mean, I could, again, go back to, to my mom and... Um, I was really, I would say, I, when I was grieving her, um, I was going into um, in, in, in depression. It was January. I was really down, even though I had this goal of, of Zurich uh, seven months later. But I I was down. I just uh, I was crying a lot. And uh, I didn't really see the sense of why, why was I living? Why, what, you know, really the purpose of life. I think I went running every day in winter and um, yeah it gave me that 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 good feeling that I needed just for every day uh, it was feeling good feeling 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 alive and um, it kept me on yeah above surface let's say so definitely um, helped me a lot really sports is for me the if I'm not well I will go out and I will take an hour or two for myself and, and connect with myself, connect with my body, connect with nature, connect with God, uh, you know, who, whatever you believe, whatever you believe in, it's, it's out there. And uh, this is where I, this is where I find it or him or her. Or <laughs> whatever the higher, the source or the, the higher power, whatever one chooses to believe in. I know you said obviously you find yourself a better mom and and so on. You have do you think not just your your ability to be a better mom, but do you think your sporting abilities um, uh, has helped them to be sort of more rounded human beings? It's easier to see when they're a little bit older, I guess. Yeah, it's inspiring for them to see their mom. Uh, okay, they saw they. They participated in this Hawaii uh, project uh, from the beginning. They 
they thought in the beginning, wow, she's really bold. She She's going for Hawaii. And I'm not sure if everyone believed me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but then they saw how determined and how disciplined and how what it what it what it did to me and uh, that I could so the, the the this is definitely an inspiring mom of, I think for them to see a mom who believes mm. in her dreams and who goes for them and um and again I believe also that they saw how I was available even though I was tired that I was available for them I was a good let's say, uh, um, helper for their uh, homework, you know, and, and so on and so on. And um, so it's, I would say it was all positive for them. It was a positive experience from, from A to Z. And then we even went to Hawaii together. So they saw, they saw it all. And I, I yeah, uh, it, it is inspiring. It is uh, definitely, uh, I saw in Jason, who was, that at, back then he was, what, 14 years old, I saw a, a shift, mm. I, and I, even though I had not said much more than Jason, stop being on your phone or stop playing a computer all the time, uh, focus on your focus, focus on your school. He knew that, but I didn't want to fight about it so much, and I just said, okay, it will happen, and he, it happened without me fighting more, you know, without me even uh, saying anything anymore. And now he's really definitely he's doing great at school, and he found he found his um, his passion, his own passion, which is uh, basketball. And uh, he now <laughs> ran with me in, in a twenty k uh, trail running uh, in Zermatt, and I I couldn't believe my eyes how um, how fit he is and how fast he is fast he of course, but on the twenty k. Uh, it's not too bad for a 16 year old to be able to to run that pace. So I, it was it was, and then it's something really above all. It's to share this with my son and or my my children to be able to share my passion of sports with my children and and run now for the first time with one of them. A, a trail was I mean absolutely beautiful. Oh, it, it is the dream. Both my husband, my husband, I think actually you are a female version of my husband. All the things you've said <laughs> are so, so like him, the Excel spreadsheets, <laughs> the which race would be the easiest to qualify in, what would, you know, so funny. Um, but he, you know, he grew up very sporty, um, whereas I didn't, but I have just seen so many benefits of raising sporty children in a sporty family. And in 2017, he and I ran a multi-stage ultramarathon together at very different ends of the pack, I may add. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> but we still shared the experience together and we both came back saying how incredible it would be when the kids are big to be able to take them off to do something like that, you know, to go abroad or even, you know, here at home. We're so lucky. Mm -hmm. Um and, uh, you know, when I saw the pictures of you doing that with your son, I was just thought, oh, I can't wait because mine are still a little yeah. bit young. But um, I, I just amazing, amazing, amazing. And, and you know that I was supposed to do a Patrouille des Glaciers, the ah. short one this year with Blaise, with my 20 year old and with my boyfriend, with my companion. Mm -hmm. And um, well, it was cancelled. But now my, my really my, and I had already that vision, let's talk about vision again, mm -hmm. is to do the long one, uh, the, the long yeah. patrouille, 
with Blaise, with the twenty-year-old and Jason as a, as a, a three, the three of us. Oh, amazing! And because Jason has um, has the um, technical and alpine alpine uh, uh, know-how more than the, than than me and my my other son, mm. he's uh, he's doing um, also something amazing with his dad. He's quite he wants to climb all the the four thousand meter uh, mountains in Switzerland. So it, there are 48 of them before he's 20 years old. And wow. he's, already, he's already climbed 27 or 28 of them. And he's just he's turning 17 in a month. And um, so he's got the, this, 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 the knowledge, you know, the mountain knowledge. And I'm, I, we, you need, as you know, you need that for, yes, for a race do. like that. And uh, so that's my vision. I think I think your family and my family were separated at birth. My husband is on a mission to do exactly that, and he's trying to do it before he's sixty. I suspect he'll manage it in the next few years because I think he's at about Amazing. thirty something or that. That's where he is today, actually climbing the Shrekhorn. <laughs> wow. um, uh, so, oh, that's incredible! It is the most extraordinary experience, and I, I mean, it was amazing enough for me to do it with two incredible girlfriends I cannot imagine what it would be like to do it with your kids it's just it must mm-hmm. be it would be very very special yeah so that's the vision <laughs> yeah that's incredible that, well then it will happen yeah if that's the vision <laughs> um and I so thank you so much for joining me I have I cannot tell you how much of an absolute joy it has been chatting to you today you. um tell us how we can get hold of your book Iron Mum where can we where can we buy that you you it's now available in french in the um, librairie payot uh in the french part of switzerland in any every payot it's also available in uh, on my website ironmom m u m c h um and the english and german versions are uh going to be available very soon i will Put it on my website to begin with, ironmom.ch, and then uh, it should be also available on um, as a as a numeric, so digital. Uh, that I will also mention on my website or on the social media as soon as it's it's uh, ready. Fabulous, and we can follow you on Instagram on ironmom.ch. Is that right? That's correct, and also Facebook, Iron Mom. Indeed, Facebook and Instagram. And last question: What is next? What's the mm-hmm. apart from the patrouille, which is a couple of years away? What's the next year? I really have no plans now for next year. Um, it's mo- mostly now inspiring other people, um, having the feedback from my readers and. Uh, and who knows, being able to um, uh, accompany some of them in in their own journey, on on their journey to well-being, sports, to sports, uh, endurance sports, triathlon, whatever. That's my because you are you are now coaching as well. We should I mention. Am, I am exactly. I am, and it's uh, it's really beautiful now. It's a new dimension that you know people readers come to me and say, "Why well, I would love to you to help me." For example, the the last one was a. The, the 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 recent one was a, a woman who who said I would like you to come with me in the lake and I would like you to swim with me because I'm afraid of of swimming in the lake mm. and um, <clears throat> because I had this I was struggling myself uh, and I, I I talk about it in the book and she she saw it in me that that the potential of uh, that I could really help her uh, over overcome her fears and of of 
of the lake of not seeing what you what is under your feet and yeah, yeah. <laughs> amazing well Karin thank you again so much for your time I'm so grateful it has been an absolute pleasure I loved thank loved so the book um well again I'll say it's Iron Mum and you can find it on ironmum.ch and uh, wish you all the best with your endeavors I am very sure that our paths will cross again in mm-hmm. the near future Merci beaucoup, Katie. Thank you so much for your interview and your time. And uh, I look forward to any anything <laughs> that, <laughs> Brilliant. that show up. Thank you so much. Okay, take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining me. I'll be back next week with another incredible episode of Chatting to a Friend. In the meantime, please give us a follow on Instagram, Chatting to a Friend, for all the latest news. Bye-bye.